Hey, <laughs> we are back. Junior, senior, two views. You thought you got rid of us, but you didn't. No, we're still. We're here. hanging around here, and we got lots of things to talk about. NBA Finals, NHL Finals. But first, do we have a moratorium on the Phoenix Suns? I don't. It's been a week. It's been about a week. I don't Has think. It's been a week. I don't think there's any words <laughs> you can really. Like, oh my God. assemble Whoa. in any sort of language to describe the utter failure of the wow. Suns. Wow. I picked this team to win the championship. Wow. So and I... they absolutely wow. choked in Game 7. This is yet another choke in their illustrious legacy of failure. Wow. Like, wow. let's just put, it, put this into perspective, right? By halftime... Yeah. They had 27 points. But they, it was over they had, Yeah, they had 27 points. Guess who also had 27 points? Yeah. Luka Doncic, yeah. a.k.a. the new owner of your franchise. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. Chris Paul had 10 points. Yeah. Devin Booker may as well have been mistaken for Casper the Friendly Ghost in the whole game. He had 11 points. DeAndre Ayton, five. DeAndre Ayton was even worse. Five. And the whole team collapsed. Okay, so... I would think that probably this ranks up there as the biggest. What I think statistically, it's known as the worst, like the worst loss ever this, in a finals. I don't, I don't get it. Like, this is what I get. Dallas came out strong. They came out fast. Yes, and they Luka did. And Luca was just hitting shots and walking backwards and smiling. When, and Phoenix had no, no answer. answer. And they were just stunned. Dinwiddie was hitting everything in sight. And they did not adjust their defense one iota. No. So between Luka and Dinwiddie, they scored 65 points. That was half the team right there. And so, I don't know what happens from here. Complete. No. Complete and utter failure. This is like... This has got to be the most pathetic display I've ever seen in a Game 7. And I don't put that lightly. Of course. I haven't seen many Game 7s in my life. No. But this has got to be the most pathetic display. So... No sort of, like, action. No sort of adjustments. No. Nothing. So, from a coach of the year in Monty Williams. Well, look, nothing happens. This is the story. Like... There's not much he could have done in that game except weather the storm. And they couldn't get back. It was just a, a, a complete failure across the board. And really, Where it's worse than... I think it's even worse than last year. No, this is worse. They had the best record. 64 wins. A franchise, a franchise record. 18 I'm losses. 64 right wins. Here. My God. Like... Easy. Calm down. Number one seed in the West. You play Best the record in the NBA... Home court advantage. Yeah. This is a team that you were heavily favored yeah. to beat. Yeah. So, I look, the only thing they can take from that is Chris Paul was quick to say he's not going anywhere. He's not retiring. Okay. Um, they don't have, I don't think it's about blowing up the roster because really, you don't have much, much to Honestly, JaVale uh, McGee is a restricted free agent. He's only on one year. They're not going to, they're he's not. Beyond, but the one thing they have to do is re sign DeAndre. Ace. All I'm going to say is, if I'm in charge right now, I'd be so furious. I would have to throw my phone in a volcano from not discussing trades with other teams right now. They're not going to blow it up, and they shouldn't blow it up. They, shouldn't. they, sh- they no. should bring back DeAndre Ayton and run it back. But my question is, how much does Chris Paul have left in the tank? 
He's 37, and he has wiltered in some playoff games this year. They had trouble taking out the Pelicans in the first round without Zion Williamson. And, and yes, they did. They were missing Devin Booker for a couple games. It didn't matter. But they had trouble taking out the Pelicans. And you had a bracket that was basically swept clean for you to waltz through the first two rounds and face the Warriors in the conference finals which everybody thought was a given, and you completely fail. This is another notch on their failure that is their legacy of the Phoenix Suns. I would dare say that, you know, you look at opportunities, opportunities last year, and it won't surprise me if they don't get back to the finals with Chris Paul there. I don't, like, I don't think Chris Paul's going to win a championship. I don't get... No, I, I think it's I done. Think I think it's done. I think that, this, was his, this was his... The, the last two seasons no, have been his best... The, the, the last two seasons have been his best chance at a ring. Yeah. This is what they were looking... They looked past their Dallas. They looked past Dallas in this series. And it showed... It showed how cocky they were. The Lucas special, Booker. The Lucas special. Okay. Try to actually play up to your potential in a game seven before you get memed. All right, stop yelling. You're yelling too much. Okay. Next one. Let's look at the next one. The next one we talk about. The conference finals. Now, we got the Heat Celtics. Now, we haven't been on the air for a while, but now we've had two other games. So, now we have Miami up two games to one. Mm -hmm. Uh, A very compelling game three. That the Heat won, and they won pretty resounding. Uh, Look, they took care of that one. They beat the Celtics in Game 3. And there's some some storylines here, because Jimmy Butler had to leave the game with knee issues. Jason Tatum got injured during the game. But he came back. Marcus Smart got injured, but he came back. Um, It looked as though... They could not stop Bam out of bio. He had a monster game. Oh, yeah, game. he had a great game. Monster but game. it all comes down to the fact that Jimmy needs to be back for the Heat. They need him healthy for the rest of the series. Otherwise, they're not going to the finals. Um, the In the past two games, I think these teams are very even. Mm-hmm. It's going to come down to margins. It's going to come down to role players like Peyton Pritchard, P.J. Tucker, Oladipo, it's going to come down to some of those role players stepping up in crucial situations. Yeah. Miami still does not have Kyle Lowry no, on the well, floor. He was on the floor the other night, albeit I think he did play. Yes, but he, he played, played 29 minutes. He didn't play that well. But he he's not effective. No, he got 11 points. He so, still, he still yeah. hobbled from that injury. Bam Adebayo had 31. Again, Jimmy Butler was disappeared with 8. Uh, look, they had a, it was 109-103. The game looked a lot more than it was. It got close toward the end of the game. Boston had to catch up. But, um, I mean, overall, you're looking at Miami was playing very good defense. Uh, They did a good job of of containing uh, both Tatum and, to some extent, I mean, Jalen Brown went off for 40. So they contained one of them. I think for the Heat, they've contained one of those guys. If both of them go off, they're in trouble. But they contained one of them. And so... They need the... It's going to come down to marginal players. It's going to come down to the bench in this series. I think the superstars, if Butler is healthy, I think the stars in this series can match each other on the billing. It's going to come down to the bench, and it's going to come down to coaching as well. Mm. If um, Spolstra can adjust effectively against Udoka, because he can adjust just as well as Spolstra, in my opinion, Mm. I feel like this is going to go seven. 
I'm not well, gonna. I, mean, I still think it's going seven. I, I'm, I'm not gonna make yet. a prediction on it yet. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm actually. I will. I honestly think, even though they're two one down right now, I think this is this is the Celtics' time. Okay. This has to be it. All right, they look. So. They look good. Heat. So, Mavs Warriors game three. Warriors yep. win again. Mm-hmm. Identical score to the game. The, the points we just talked about here. Yeah. Uh, look, I. I, I think the I think the series is over. I, I would, we did we said that before, didn't we? Well, we did I'm say, not going to count out this. What? I've counted after now. after one hundred nine hundred, and I tell you what, it wasn't even that close because Dallas was allowing too many offensive rebounds. I understand. Look, oh I, man, I, I I understand. I understand that this Warriors team is a different beast, but I am not count after what they did to the Suns in Game Seven. I cannot count out the Mavs just yet. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't. I can't do I it. Can't. I just think it's a different situation. I just think the Warriors are clicking. They're clicking, and if you got they they've taken their eyes off Steph Curry so much during this series. I don't know why because he can shoot from a different. Zip code. And so, they're not keeping an eye on him. Clay didn't have a great game. But, you know, again, they don't need to have a great game. Draymond Green scored 10 points, but Draymond Green does other things. And so, and Andrew Wiggins has stepped up. So, yeah. there's so much more depth. For Dallas, they don't, they don't have as much depth. And they don't have as many scores. Yeah, but in the NBA playoffs, all you need is a little momentum and oh, a little well, luck. I don't, I don't think After so. what they did... I, I think look look at the, I look can't at the box count score. Look yet. at the box score. Chris Dimwitty, yeah, twenty six. Jalen Brunson, J- twenty. Luca forty, and everybody else nothing. Finney Smith scored nine, and everybody else scored single digits. I I, I don't think so. I, I honestly, for the Warriors, you had Wiggins twenty seven. You had Curry thirty one. You had nineteen from Clay. Bull had ten. I mean, again. It's and the, the rebounding factor is a big thing for me because they had the edge on the rebounds and Luca was doing too much standstill stuff and they weren't hitting their threes as well they weren't shooting as well I think this I think the series is over honestly I can't I think I think if if, the, if Dallas can at least win one game or at least win at home the next game in Game Four to hold some respect yeah that's I can't I can't count them out just yet I'm sorry I can't. Especially since they had the lead against the Warriors, but they blew it. But this I can't. Not be one I, of those. I can't count them out just yet. No. Um, NBA, the NBA draft lottery just <laughs> happened. The Orlando Magic oh, get Lord. the first oh, overall geez. pick and finally get some luck with their franchise. Oh, they needed this. They needed. Okay, so let's look at the they, they needed this. Yeah, I don't know. I but this is Orlando. This is this is where the this is where good souls go to die. Yeah, but they needed. So you have Orlando at the first pick. The Thunder in the second pick, are they going to do something with it? Are they going to chop it? Who knows? The Rockets have the three. The interesting thing is the Kings, who once again are back at the table at four. Yep. They could find a way to screw it up because they could have drafted Luka Doncic, but they chose not to. Uh, the Pistons at five. The Sixers at six. I mean, the Pacers at six, sorry. The Trailblazers are at seven. God, Chauncey Billups sitting out there yep. just praying for something good. The Pelicans at eight. Yeah. Now, that's, is, if you're thinking the team that really was already blessed with good fortune, yeah. they get they get the eighth, eighth spot. Which is huge. 
having that's, made the playoffs, but that's as a result of the Anthony Davis trade. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you, LA. Yeah. So the Spurs at nine, Lord knows they needed a pick. The Wizards at ten. The Knicks at eleven. There'll be something good out of there, I hope. Thunder at twelve, Hornets at thirteen, and Cavaliers at fourteen. So it's a deep draft. Um they keep talking about Chet Holmgren. I'm not a big fan of Chet Holmgren. I think he's a bag of bugs. Look, I don't think he's let me just let me say this. It's a, it, you're saying that as if elite strength coaches don't exist at the NBA level. Look at look at Giannis Antetokounmpo coming into the draft. He was a string bean. I know. They if need, they develop they him, need to fat him up. If they develop him properly, they need to get him some he's burgers. already he's already got like the versatility. He's already got I that know. raw I'm talent. Not, I think the physicality is going to be the one he needs. It's about development. I keep hearing the scouting saying, you know, don't don't believe it or. He's stronger than he looks. Uh, he's just a bag of bones. Well, it, so they, can, they can build be, him up. The number one should be Paolo Bancaro. That's my opinion. I, think, I don't think, it, it, I don't I think it's going to be Chet, but mm. I think uh, Thunder are probably going to take Bancaro. I think they need a big, they need a forward, and I think Bancaro is most likely the most ready NBA-ready player in the draft, in my opinion. Three is most likely going to be Jabari Smith. Um, okay. four and four You're is probably go through the whole list. No, now, not right? the whole, not the whole list, but four in my opinion. Sacramento going to take Jaden Ivey because no, they they need it. They need a shooting guard uh, after trading away Buddy Heald, so right. they needed two. So rumor has it, Zach Levine is a free agent. You know this, and so maybe he doesn't want to stick around anymore with this business. Uh, maybe he yeah. decides to go to L.A. Yeah, that is the landing spot reportedly for Zach Levine. It's not. It look. I am starting to get nervous that he might leave in free agency. Like there's been reports saying that Chicago is no longer considered the slam dunk to keep him. I think that will be his preferred destination to stay. Uh, considering the supporting cast they built around him, why would he want to go to the Lakers though? Considering how much of a mess they are, well, I don't. I, the Lakers need to get young. That's the thing they need. They need youth, and he's probably at, in the prime right now. So I don't know what that means. They still have to do other things. They still have to figure out on the books. They got a lot of guys that's just going to go, but they have one big eyesore, and that's Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And so you don't know. I think one thing's got to happen before the next thing happens. So yep. Russell Westbrook gets traded or whatever. But do they even have the salary cap to who to knows? Bring but him that, in? look, this is how caps work. Well, they they made you look you look back to the 2019 free agency. They traded all their young players away to make room for a third max contract. Mm-hmm. Who they they wanted Kawhi. They didn't end up getting Kawhi, and their third max contract right now is Russ. Okay. So, so do they have space? Who's going to want to take on Russ's contract? Well, it might not be a situation where they take on the whole contract. It may be a situation where they take on some of it, and the Lakers go will defer. I don't know. Look, that's what the bookkeepers are for. Does, I don't think retaining salary exists in the NBA, or does it? I don't know. That's what the I know for I a fact know. it exists in the NHL. That's what the bookkeepers are for. So I mean, that's it's a it's a possibility. The Lakers know they need to get young. The yep. Lakers are looking at these other teams around them. Memphis is not going anywhere. Uh, you know, LA is their neighbor next door. They're not they they occupy the same state. They're not going anywhere. The West is getting younger and they're getting older. They cannot stay that way. I still they I still say they should trade LeBron, but that's just me. 
All right. NHL Stanley Cup Woo! playoffs. playoffs. We, we got ourselves two. Wow. And we got ourselves two interesting series. Yep. The Battle of Alberta between and the, the yeah. Flames and the Oilers, and the Battle of Florida well, between Florida. Light, the Lightning and so Panthers. The Lightning are like you know the Lightning are the big brothers, and the Panthers are the you know. Uh, the, the, let's go over the Battle we'll of Florida to, first, where Tampa Bay lead three to nothing. This is over. Yeah, this basically, is it's the Ning, and the Ning are the cream of the crop, and the Panthers. Well, look, look, give the Panthers some credit. They finally made the playoffs after being out and won a series. And won a series. Yeah, but but this is where it ends. Yeah, this should this should have been the year. It's over. Yeah, it's over. You got to be. And then you go for the Battle of Alberta. Of Alberta, it's tied up right now. No, Edmonton lead two to one. They lead two games to one. Okay, Um, I want to highlight one man for the Oilers in this past game. Evander Kane was absolutely spectacular. You think back. To when he, uh, at the start of tw- uh, 2022, when he was absolutely dogged by several controversies in San, San Jose. Yep. Not only his gambling gambling debt, which, uh, and that he, it was also reported that he fa- faked <laughs> his vaccination card, which caused him to be waived by San Jose mm-hmm. and was picked up by Edmonton after he got fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And he's helped cover the debt issue somewhat in Edmonton. Yep. But he was absolutely spectacular in this game for them, scoring a hat-trick. Okay, the other series they're looking at right now. Um, Rangers are in trouble a little bit. Yep, they did they're claw back a win today. They claw back a win. They got back uh, a win. The, the Avs lead 2-1 to one against the Blues. Yeah, the don't don't sleep on... The Blues look, look like... A spoiler squad. They've got themselves an underrated, uh, underrated team. They've got a nice blue line. They've got themselves a good attack with um, with Pavel Buchnevich and um, their uh, their all star. I forgot his name. He's Russian, but I forgot his name. <laughs> but they're all Russian. They, much not Russian. all of them. Most of them but are. they they look really yeah. good. So don't count out the Blues yet. But the Avs are a machine. Um, moving on. Should the Golden Knights coach be fired? Now, I've got some thoughts about this. Well, he's just been fired. Yeah. It happened. Look, I should. It look, happened. I've got some thoughts about both the Knights and what they're doing and Peter DeBoer. Uh, you don't win cups with Peter DeBoer. He's not a cup-winning coach. He is a lame, lame duck coach. I think he does not adjust, and his tactics are very mediocre and that showed in the 2016 Stanley Cup Finals with San Jose against Pittsburgh when he was tactically spanked across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the Golden Knights right now, I feel like their initial franchise plan, you saw it in the expansion draft where they accrued a lot of draft capital to tank for five years down the road. Mm-hmm. But then in their first season, they made the Stanley Cup Final, and it has given this um, mindset to management to go all in every year. And it's very equal to that of Vegas itself. Um, But they're going all in every single year, trading every pick and prospect in the well. And they have to win. They have to win soon. And this is quite, this is the worst franchise series uh, season in franchise history. Them missing the playoffs for the first time. But they, they keep handicapping their future. They've got to win the cup. They have to win the cup. Oh well, I mean, I, I look. I see it as the fact that they're an expansion team, and I would think I was a bit surprised by it. But you know, ultimately, 
it's about progress, and they the want way that the way they want a new coach. I mean, interestingly enough, Barry Trotz was just recently interviewed by the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, so we talk about Barry Trotz being let go. Yeah, and he's he's one standing. What guy. look, I I feel like um the the way the Knights roster is constructed right now, they rely on the long term IR um cap relief where a a player is injured, they can send them right to the long term IR and they get cap relief. In the hopes that everyone comes back healthy for the playoffs, but and that's what they were banking on this year with guys like Robin Lehner and uh, Jack Eichel are out for a significant amount of time. But eh. the way they're constructed right now, they have to win the cup. All right, next. Should um, the Reds be satisfied with the recent no hitter they got? No. <laughs> when you they lo- lost it, you lost the no hitter anyway. A walk. You lost it anyway against Pittsburgh. Oh, boy. What are I mean, the Reds? Like, the Reds are ridiculous. Well, like, I mean, it's sad because, you know, it's something to try and glean from it. But you, you lost in the no-hitter because you walked the you walked, you walked the person. You walked the batter. It wasn't perfect. And that's what... You know, the Reds are a bad team. Pirates are a bad team. I don't think it really matters. Well, at least the Pirates have have a rich prospect pool. What well, do the Reds have coming through the... from? Through the system, I can name some prospects from the Pirates. O- O'Neill Cruz, you oh, got. They just any. they just paid Cabrian Hayes actual money. Oh, I can't name. So I can't name what do you what What are the Reds doing? Jonathan India is on the IL. He oh. ain't coming back anytime soon. Well, I mean, I, you got Hunter Green. How long till they squander him? Well, I, mean, I just think you know it's it's a situation that obviously the 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 prospects they have haven't panned out as well as other teams' prospects. That, that's what it, that's what it comes down to. And I mean, their ownership is cheap. Well, they, cheap as hell. They should have clinked down the money to keep doing, Castellanos' yeah, offseason. But they're, again, they're doing what well, they're doing exactly what. As much as they look at the the Oakland A's blueprint, right? They're doing exactly what the Cubs did, right? Rizzo, you know, yeah. Baez, those guys. They got really good. And eventually, they can't afford them. They can't pay for everybody. They gotta let guys move on. Yeah, they couldn't keep those guys. So yeah, but at least the Cubs had a couple of years of actual contention from 2015 to 2018, and they won a championship. The Reds only had one year in this current window in 2020, and the only reason they made the playoffs was due to a pandemic. In a normal year, they wouldn't have made it. Well, their last World Series was in 90, so that was a long time ago. And that was when Mark Schott was their owner. Good old Margie. All right, here we go. go. Don't even start with her. Is Drew Brees planning to unretire? No. It's like the (laughs) the way he looked in 2020... And 2021, he's done. Like, are you... No, no he's not I, mean, I, think, I think it's intriguing. I think it's the fact that he's being sort of coy in his little things. He's dropped off from NBC Sports. He's sort of saying, I'll see what the future brings, all this other stuff. And then you have these other reports about other quarterbacks. So, not related, but Mike Vick is thinking of coming back. Yeah. Uh, you got Mike Rob, Vick? You got... You got RG three who wants to try out again. Oh boy! I, I don't. I, I think. I think those ships have sailed. Particularly Bruce Drew Brees. I don't know. He's. I think he's too busy watching Tom Brady. But Tom Brady's exception to the rule. I agree with you. I think his time had come and gone. I don't. And think even he's... even Mike Vick. We got we got our version of Mike Vick. This generation's version of Mike Vick in Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So well, thank you very much. You know, well, I mean. I just think it's a, sort of a thing where a quarterback who you know retires, they say you know you, you can always unretire. Uh, you know, remember Drew, you know Brett Favre years and years ago 
was going to retire, yeah. and then kept holding off and holding off, and then and Han then and Han went came. to the Jets, went to the Vikings. So it's not impossible to have a quarterback, ex-quarterback, who's just retired like Drew Brees, turn around and say, I'd love to come back. And obviously, I'd love to come back to New Orleans. But I, I, I agree with you. I think that time away has changed, you know, it's nothing. You need to let What's it go. he going to come back to without Sean Payton? No. no. Let it go. All right. Moving on, we have... Your phone died. Yep. The rundown. Here we go. It's Noah Syndergaard's comeuppance. Now, there have been some spicy quotes over the past couple weeks. Um, So, obviously, the Mets had their combined no-hitter. Congratulations. Uh, the, the Angels had their um, no-hitter with a pitcher. I forgot his name. Drew something. Ah, whatever. He'll never see me again. And then, but then we have Noah Syndergaard's line when he pitched against the Rangers. And, but he also said, to, yeah, as said, a yeah, jab yeah. to the Mets, this yeah. is what a real no-hitter looks like. Right, and then two pitches, uh, no, two innings pitch, four runs, six, oh, four hits, six runs, two walks. So he got removed from the game. And, you know, I think it, it is a jab to say, well, it was a, it was a contingent or consortium of pitchers to do a no-hitter as opposed to one pitcher. Yeah. And so it it, it is a comeuppance. It's like, you know what? Look, you know, you need to fo- you need to do the, the, this dude had like you just one, came off major let, surgery. Let, let's be honest. How many good good sla- and healthy years did Nova Syndergaard have in the, the well, Mets? He had a, 2016. Well, he had That a, was it. He had a cut few up until the last year or so. And then obviously not last year. Last year he was shut down for the whole season. Well, 2019 so. he was healthy for most of the season. Had an ERA of what six point four two, and then and so up until 2000 he only had, in my opinion, he only had one actual elite healthy year, and that was 2016. Yeah, well, and I'm, they lost in the wild card. Right. So well, no, he also had success the year before because the Mets were in the World Series against the Royals. Yeah. So I, you know, I think you know that. Situation for him, you know. Sometimes it's better just to keep quiet. You know, he it might, he, he looks like the scorned ex right now, but it's not the fact that he was let go because uh, because of the injuries. Yep, and they they weren't going to keep him. You're not going to pay twenty one million dollars for a uh, uh, over for one year when you've already got Scherzer. And speaking okay. of Scherzer, he's out for six to eight weeks yeah, with an oblique no, injury. Don't so don't okay, the next one. Kylian Mbappe, the rumors of going to Real Madrid have been squashed. Yep. Is he staying? He's staying for, and it's it's only for three years with PSG. Let's just say they've given him carte blanche. Um, he will have say in the in transfers. He will have say in coaching hires, in managerial hires. They have. Who will have say in him if he stinks? Like this is Mbappe. He is not. He's not going to stink up okay. the joint. But I, it's a bit much, isn't it, to be having that kind of power? I mean, well, this is thing, this is it's, pre- it's one thing to have the power to play and earn the money to be the star. But well, in in football, this is even more unprecedented. I mean, we've seen guys in the NBA have have some sort of voice um, for the for. Um, for decision or influence for the front office and their decisions, aka LeBron. No, but, no, never LeBron. Yep, yeah, but but this in football, this is unprecedented. Mm. No player has ever been put over the team like this, no. and this is causing a lot of stir on football Twitter, especially. Um, I mean, it was rumored that he was going to Real. Uh, he was throwing out quotes saying, "I might, uh, I want to go there," mm-hmm. but. 
they gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. If you if if he's got ultimate power for three years, only three more years till twenty twenty five, where he'll still be in his prime, mm. and he's only I think twenty three at this point or twenty three twenty four. Dude has got uh, at least a decade more of elite play at, at his fingertips. So if you he's probably gonna leave after twenty twenty five and go to somewhere like Real. Oh well. I see him fitting perfectly at Real, even though it hurts me as a Barca fan. Okay, so the next one is, speaking, staying on soccer, or football, Yep. could Messi find himself in the MLS? It seems appropriate, no? It, I don't think... Oh, I mean, the greats have gone there. The Wayne great, Rooney, the Beckham, the great, the greats the, have, the, Look, the greats have gone there. I mean, we've, had, like we've a, had players like Rooney, Ibrahimovic, Beckham... Kaka. Why not? Like David, it's like the David, last da- David Villa. It's like the last but, step. But I don't. Before th- you're done. I think the MLS right now, I'm looking at what the league is. I think it's building its own brand. I don't think it's really that retirement home anymore. Mm-hmm. It used to be known as such, but you've got. I think American football is taking a lot of steps into um, actually being. Uh, visible to the public in America because it's not really a big thing in in America. But you got Christian Pulisic; they're in the the World Cup again. They're going to be in the group stage, same as England. They have a really good chance to go to the knockouts. They have a talented squad. They have guys coming through, so it's having a revival of sorts. And I think if they play it effectively, the the pro league could go with it. And I. And I like a lot... The fan bases are the key. There's a lot of really good um, fan bases in the in the MLS, such as the Seattle Sounders yeah, yeah. fan base, uh, t- the Timbers fan base. <coughs> so right. I think it's not going to really be that retirement home anymore. Maybe a team like LA brings Messi in, but right. I don't really see it happening. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm of the mind that they need to stop with expansion with the MLS. I think it's become a bit watered down and the more you expand the more you go on the more i guess the the, the less the talent so i i suppose it maybe not be that that space well there hasn't been players. expansion in a in a, in a couple of years yeah but since they need they, to stop since they gave the the la a second team they need to stop they need to stop stop expanding that's enough just end it all right, all right next uh Jawan Howard reportedly said no to the Lakers. They I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be the head coach of a, of the Lakers either. <laughs> that team is a mess. Not even. Not well, even. Maybe that. Maybe that's telling me something. It's not even me. the Zen Master in his prime would <laughs> want to be <laughs> the coach of this team. Well, maybe it's telling me something. It tells me that the Lakers are willing to look to the college ranks because I mean, Jawan. Uh, fair enough. Jawan Howard has some experience as an assistant because he sat within benches within the Heat and so on. Um, but it tells me that they're just looking around, and maybe I mean, they got they got the Zen master there to be doing some of the scouting. I don't know what that means, but I don't know. I mean, he said no to that, so I mean, who else is who else are they gonna necessarily look for? I mean, you know, you hear about these names bounced around. I, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Well, they need to find one soon. It's almost June, and they David still, Black, and they still are you listening. David Black, <laughs> job's yours, and they still haven't found a head coach. It's your would, job, David Black. Would Black Take it. Would Black it's yours? W- Take it. Would Black really want to coach LeBron again? Black. Black. Would he really <laughs> want to coach LeBron again? No. He, would he? Would he want LeBron coaching him? That's the question. Yeah. Not so much that. 
Yeah, that that's the big question. I, don't know. I think the Lakers will just continue. It'd that be a waste of time for him to come in only to be forced out like two months, like two months later. Yeah, yeah. I, I and like you that. said, make LeBron the head coach at this point because the La- the the Lakers are a comedy. Unless they trade him, they're they a trade com- him, then they can get whatever. the Lakers are a comedy comedy show at this point. So you got to do unexpected things. Why not do a Bill Russell at this point? Expect the unexpected. Speaking of Bill Russell, he was recently inducted into the Hall of Fame as a coach, which is interesting. All right. So a couple of happy birthdays. Happy birthday, John Sally. One of the most most underrated pieces of that bad boy Pistons team, in my opinion. I don't know. He was a good player. He was a a role player. I mean, that's when Detroit really at the, the peak of their prime. He won. I didn't, it was surprisingly. He won four rings. Yeah. Two with Detroit. I didn't realize he was on a roster with the Bulls ever, <laughs> and one with the Lakers. Who'd have thought? So I don't know when he was there. He must have been really not playing because I think at that point he must have been really sitting the bench because I don't remember him playing one second with the Bulls. Maybe he did, but you know, look. I I think at the time he was that perfect role player for the Bad Boy Pistons. Happy birthday, Hubert Davis. Yeah. Talk about job security. You know, Roy Williams, the great Roy Williams with the Tar Heels decides, I'm done here. Hubert Davis is sitting there as assistant. He's gotten pegged for the job. Yeah. He beat Chisevsky in Duke. Yeah. Beat Chisevsky during the tournament. Yes, they lost the yes, they lost championship, but uh, he's got most of his guys coming back. So mm, I think yeah. if you're Hubert Davis, you're a coach of the best team in the planet college-wise. You're doing pretty well. Yeah, you're so. doing well. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, the other thing is, happy anniversary, Magic Johnson. At or around this time, back in 1980, the Lakers beat the 76ers four games to two to win Magic Johnson as a rookie. His first championship. And winning MVP. And winning finals MVP. MVP. So that is something amazing, and that started... You know, the Showtime Lakers. Started the whole Showtime Lakers. So on that, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Jason Kidd. He won and shared the and the Rookie of the Year award with Grant Hill. I didn't know they shared that. Yeah, he shared it. Yeah, yeah. So at the time, I mean, it's funny because Grant Hill is the player you think about. On a side note, if he didn't get injured as much as he did, would have been phenomenal. Player. Yeah, it, it, and he was still pretty good. He still played longer than I thought with yeah. his injuries, but. Yeah, they shared it, and then you know Jason Kidd had a great rookie year with the yep. Mavericks, and that was that was with the the Triple Jays, and that ended <laughs> that ended poorly to say the least. It did, it did. And uh, on around this day in 1998, the Mets traded for Mike Piazza, and yep. the rest is and history. Ga- and gave him the bag at the time. That was the highest deal in baseball history, and. It's safe to say it, it was worth out. it. It was worth it. It was worth every penny. Yep. Yeah. They made the World Series. They made the World Series 2000. Lost to the Yankees, of course. Yep. But every year he was there, they pretty much made the playoffs. Yep. You know, with the exception of a couple of years, which were kind of lean. But no, yeah. he had a great productive year. It was that. worth it. It was worth the money they gave him. And on that note, that is it for That's our show. We're, we're fine. We're back. Hopefully, we're no, back. We go. We've been here. We've been here. Yep. But if you come from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do this thing uh, one or two times a week, depending on how we're feeling. Uh, more <laughs> play- flip a coin. Yeah, more playoffs coming, both in the NBA and NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, conference finals, obviously yes. in the NBA. Yep. Uh, NBA draft coming, coming soon. Up, coming up. Uh, more at NFL preseason soon. Yeah. Hopefully. 
Yeah. USFL yeah, still playing. Oh God! Is anybody watching? That? I just want to laugh at the Houston Gamblers real quick. Nice. This is four. This is five straight weeks they've lost on the final possession. Nice. So nice, nice job for the Houston. five people watching in the stadium. All yeah. right. Adios. See ya.